What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Hey, this is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Thanks for joining us. And um taking a part in this conversation. Tonight we're going to get on topics of Bible prophecy. But before that, you can reach us at don'tletthemburn.com. You can find us on YouTube, vid.me, scene.life, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, and Tumblr. Um, so if you want to write us, check out our YouTube. Our YouTube has all our shows. Uh, we have pictures and videos in there to kind of illustrate the talking points. So check us out on YouTube. And like, subscribe, and for future updates. We're going to have a lot of updates coming soon. But tonight we have evangelist Donald Perkins, an expert in Bible prophecy. And his website is according to, with the number two, prophecy.org. You can check out his material on there. He's, he resides in, in California, and he serves as an assistant pastor at his church, um, like I said before, the, the subject is Bible prophecy, and he has he says here that Evangelist Perkins is a contributing author, along with five other um, Bible scholars in the Dictionary of Premillennial Theology, and he's been on many um, programs, TBN, God TV, God's News, Behind the News, Daystar, Sky Angel, INSP Networks, Lamb and Lion Ministry, so he's uh, well-known around the world. And tonight, we're just going to have a nice conversation. We're waiting on my partner, Rory, to call in. So without further ado, we're just going to bring the guest in. Hello, Mr. Perkins. Well, Chris, hello, Chris. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. And uh, it's always an honor and a privilege uh, to be anywhere. And uh, I'm grateful that you will have us uh, to talk to your audience tonight. Well, thanks so much for coming. And we just want to enlighten people to who Jesus Christ is and what's what's coming to this world for the unsaved and what hope the saved, the ones who follow the way or Jesus Christ have. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always a blessing to to talk about what God is going to do. And, you know, for those who have no hope, uh, God has given us hope and uh, there, there's even a beautiful hope for the future. You know, even though the world may look chaotic, um, a lot of times people think the world is aimlessly going by itself. Uh, I want your listeners to know that God has this thing already worked out. And uh, as we will see uh, this evening, as we go through this, um, you know, series of studies on Bible prophecy, we're going to see that God has this thing all, all under control. And uh, the future is beautiful for those uh, that come to him. Amen. Amen. We live in a time of... Um a lot of craziness. We have protests all over the place. We have stuff going on, the entertainment, things. Um, people are looking for a savior. People are looking for a way out, um, but they turn to so many different things. Uh, There's so many different forms of um, Jesus being preached in the world. 
people, if they would just look into their Bible, they would see who is the real redeemer of our souls. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, Chris, uh, you know, the Bible is quite clear. Uh, the disciples said, uh, asked Jesus, they said, Lord, uh, give us some signs. Uh, give us some indicators that, that would mark uh, the, uh, your, your return and also that would let us know the end of the world. And one of the signs that Jesus gave was a sign of false Christ in the last days. And, you know, again, a lot of people, they don't want to accept the true Christ. So uh, when, you, when you deny or reject the true Christ, by default, you will accept a false Christ. And again, uh, the world is full of a lot of false Christ. And let me give you a verse here. Uh, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse number 5, Jesus gave this prophecy. He said, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Now, this is an amazing prophecy, but this was one of the indicators that Jesus gave uh, for the latter-day generation that uh, this is going to mark his return. In other words, there, there will be a, a rise in people in the latter days who would literally claim to be Christ, or they would claim to be uh, the anointed one, the Messiah. Uh, I'm going to give you one more verse here. Uh, in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, Jesus, Jesus said this. He said, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders. Again, these are indicators uh, in the last days. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there today. People say, you know, well, you know, I live in a 21st century, a high-tech society. I mean, I'm, I'm brilliant. I'm smart. Who in their right mind would accept a, a person who would claim to be Christ? Well, this was a prophecy that Jesus gave that would mark the last days. And truly, as he gave that warning, they are, there are many today being deceived by the thousands. Uh, uh, there's a term of the Messiah complex. In other words, there are people today that literally believe that they have uh, received an epiphany that they are the Messiah. You know, I, I think about Kanye West. Uh, this young man, uh, he really has an obsession uh, about Christ, and, and uh, you know, he, uh, he, he doesn't accept the true Christ. We know that. But he literally believes with, you know, uh, his um, fame and, and everything that, that he, he can fulfill this, this, uh, this Christ. Uh, this Messiah complex, you know, and uh, it's amazing. But that's just one. That's just one among many. Yes, and we see that Hollywood is erecting a gold statue of Kanye West. This is reported yes. on um, The Guardian and other news outlets. That If people just, you know, realize what type of um, symbolism this is, uh, the gold is a gold statue. Well, what did the people right. of Israel bow down to in the days of Moses when he was up on the mountain talking to God? <laughs> They're right, that, that, that gold, that, that golden image. <laughs> yeah, and God, yeah. and God judged him for that. You know, I, I remember of a cover story uh, on, uh, I think it was Rolling Stone magazine, and it was talking about the passion of Kanye West. And uh, on that picture, he was he was uh, pictured in the crown of thorns, just like Jesus. You know, yeah. uh, it's amazing to me how uh, we have a culture today that that would literally accept. Uh, that type of blasphemy, because that's really what it is, is blasphemy, you know, and, um, you know, we're living in some amazing times, but again, these, these prophecies are coming to pass, and, you know, as we get, get going in this thing, I can, I can share a number of others that are out there, because there are so many out there that literally, literally claim to be Christ in these times, and, you know, I want to give a warning to your audience, don't follow those, I mean, 
follow Jesus from the scriptures, from the word of God, and not a man who claims to be Christ in the 21st century. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have a list in front of me of people that have claimed to be Christ since the 18th century. Mm-hmm. So many oh, yes. people have come forth. And, you know, Jesus warned about if they say I'm over there yeah. or over there or over there, don't believe yes. them. Because <laughs> we're going to yes. know yes. when the real Jesus returns on this planet. Yes, yes. Well, you know, what what's amazing, Chris, about, about all of that, and, and again, I guess, this for me is so amazing as I see this prophecy of the latter days unfold is that again, in the 21st century, there are people today, thousands and even by the millions who are following these guys. Now you got, you have a list back from the 1800s. And I mean, there are so many, it's unbelievable. But as we come up toward the 19th century, 20, 21st century, you know, it's amazing how that list has expanded. You know, uh, many in your audience probably remember Jim Jones, you know, uh, Jim Jones, he, he claimed to be uh, Christ. And, and we know all those people that, that left America uh, and they went over to Jonestown and 914 people lost their lives because they followed a, a false Christ. Um, and then I remember back in the uh, well, early 80s, uh, 1982, uh, there was a group that published an article called, uh, it's a group called the Terror Center, uh, they had uh, cover stories all over the country, but I do remember this article in the Los Angeles Times cover story where they said the Christ is now here. And uh, this particular group, they were announcing to the world that um, that Christ was here, but they weren't talking about Jesus Christ. They're talking about another Christ. They call him the Lord Maitreya. And uh, he had a fore- had a forerunner by the name of Benjamin Krim. And Benjamin Krim was supposed to be this forerunner like John the Baptist, that would announce to the world uh, about this, this, this Lord Maitreya. And you know what's so amazing about this? Um, they predicted that on a particular day, uh, May 14th, or whenever it was that year, that there was going to be a great overshadowing of the world of this Christ. Well, the date came and the date passed, and, and this guy fell into the category uh, again as a false prophet. You know, so there are a lot of them out there, and again, uh, the way we know them is is that we know Jesus of the scriptures. Uh, you you got to know Jesus from the word of God. And uh, if you know him from the scriptures, you won't be deceived by these falsehoods. Amen. And just really mm-hmm. quick, I just want to go through, down 10 names of recent days okay. uh, since the 90s and mm-hmm. on up. Uh, we have Sergei Anatolovich Torup. He's a Russian a guy that just yes. uh, sits up in the woods <laughs> and, yes, yes. and comes out, you know, whenever he does. And ten, over 10,000 people follow this guy. Um, yes, you have yes. Oscar Romero Ortega Hernandez. Um, mm-hmm. is, this is on 2011. He tried to assassinate uh, President Obama by firing nine shots at the White House. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go into the story, but people can look up that guy. Yeah. And then Wayne yeah. Bent. Wayne Ben is also known as Michael Traverser um, to his followers. Is He's the leader of Lord of Righteousness Church, a cult based in New Mexico. Uh, another guy. Then we have this guy who's yeah. um, now passed. His name is Jose Luis de Jesus Marinda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He basically had his followers and his own daughter putting 666 on their 
on their bodies. <laughs> and he said, yeah. 666 yeah, is a yeah. good thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he uh, uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of information about uh, De Jesus Miranda. Uh, this guy, he, uh, he believed, you know, that he was, he was, uh, he was the Christ. Uh, and a lot of his followers gave him millions of dollars. Uh, these people tattooed their bodies with the 666. He actually had the 666 on his body as well. Uh, he since died, as you shared, he died, and now they are believing that he's going to come back. They believe he's going to be resurrected. But but this guy was just unbelievable. They asked him in one of the interviews, where was the scars in his hand? And I think he said he, he got them removed in some other country. You know what <laughs> I mean? But what was so sad was that thousands of people were following this guy because yeah. he claimed to be Christ. Uh, mm -hmm. The other gentleman used to talk about the Russian guy. His name was Sergei. Uh, mm -hmm. He used to be a traffic cop, a traffic cop uh, in Russia, and he had this epiphany that he was now the son of God. And like you said, tens of thousands of people from all over the world uh, are following this guy out there in the mountains, uh, you know, uh, in Russia. And uh, this guy, I mean, he, he dresses like the traditional biblical Christ from the Bible days, and people are following this guy by the thousands. You know, but again, mm -hmm. what was so amazing is that this is the 21st century. You got people today that are being duped into following these false messiahs. And again, the scriptures are clear that this will be a sign and indicator. You know, Chris, when I see this, I look up to heaven. I say, Lord, you're coming back because you said right mm -hmm. before you return that there would be an epidemic, you know, of these of these false messiahs. And truly, you know, they are there. Uh, there will be more uh, uh, before he comes as well. But again, there's some. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. You know, uh, there's another one that comes to mind. Um, this guy, he's also dead now, but but has a very big following. Even today, uh, his wife actually is continuing his particular ministry. This is uh, Reverend Sun Young Moon. Most people call them the Moonies. Uh, he was a very wealthy billionaire. Um, this guy owned one of the largest newspapers uh, in the country. Uh, he was crowned. Uh, I think it was back in March 2004, he was crowned, him and his wife was crowned as the Messiah. Uh, and what was so sad about it wow. is that they were crowned in a, in a, in a building uh, uh, in Washington, D.C. A lot of dignitaries were there. Uh, many of them didn't know that he was going to be crowned when they got there, but uh, him and his wife was crowned uh, the Messiahs of the world. And uh, they marry uh, hundreds of thousands of couples from around the world. And what they do every year, they have these mass weddings where they put couples together. People don't even know who they marry. Uh, they say, you're going to marry him and you're going to marry her. And these couples come together. And then uh, Reverend Moon, well, he says dead now, but his wife continues that. Uh, they marry all these couples as a part of this particular uh, group. Uh, and I'm telling you, it's just unbelievable how people are gullible in these times. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many, and yeah. I, I think I have like what four, five, six more to go. We got Apollo okay. Quibbly. Apollo okay. Quibbly. Um, he's the founder of um, and leader of Kingdom of Jesus Christ, the name uh, above every name. <laughs> they mm. use Jesus' name to just do all of these crazy things, and yes. usually these things yes. go back into some sort of sex cult or whatever else, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yes. He's from out the Philippines. Then you wow. have An Shang Hong, also known as Christ An Shang Hong, to his followers, 
Uh, he was wow. the founder of the South Korean Christian Movement, the World Missionary Mission Society Church of God, or WMSCOG. Mm. And he sa- it says here, aside from establishing this church, Ang Sang Hong also claimed that he was the reincarnated Jesus Christ in the age of the Holy Spirit. You wouldn't even find that wow. in scripture, but <laughs> before founding, you know, his thing. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah. he's an active member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Wow. Interesting. Mm. Wow. Right? And then, well, 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 you know, you know, it's amazing. I'm telling you, it is amazing to me, you know, what is happening before I, again, you know, as you mentioned, each one of these, these, these false Christs, it's a testimony to the truth and the validity of the word of God. Jesus says in the latter days that there will be false Christ that will come on the scene like an epidemic. And these false Christ would be a sign that he's going to come back. You know what I mean? And as you mentioned, each one of these false Christ, it's, it's testimony that we're living in the last days. Amen. Uh, you know, Amen. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'll just go down four more really quick. And it's okay, okay. Alan John Miller, who is um, simply known as AJ, as AJ, worked as an IT specialist for an Australian company. Um, hmm. What makes it quite, uh, his claims quite interesting is that the fact that he publicly declared that he was, he has vivid memories of the crucifixion. So that's where people my, are. My, my. And wow. uh, according to him, his suffering and death on the cross wasn't as harrowing as many of us imagine it to be. What's more, uh, AJ claimed that his partner, um, fellow Australian Mary Luck, is Mary Magdalene. <laughs> my, my, wow. my. Yeah. Wow. And then, wow. then you have you have Henry Cristo, who just rides around on a bike. Let me let me actually read this. Henry Cristo, <laughs> Cristo doesn't claim that he is the Messiah, but he also not sorry, he doesn't only claim that he is the Messiah, but he also dresses and looks quite similar to Jesus Christ, except for the fact mm. that he is 66 years old and rides a motor scooter when he's not busy preaching the word. Cristo lives my, in a farmland outside of Brazil. And I'll just leave him right there. Wow. Then we have Moses Longwayne. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a South African man you know, who appeared on the E! News channel Africa to declare publicly yeah. that he is the black resurrection of Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, my goodness. And the last person here, last person is looks like a transgender, um, is David mm-hmm. Shaler, was mm-hmm. a British agent who worked yes, I for him. MI, I don't, I don't MI. Yeah. Yes. And he said in 1997, he made a terrible mistake by accusing MI5 and MI6 of doing illegal activities and mismanagement. His bold accusation mm. eventually got him to into deep trouble. His career got ruined. He got imprisoned. His girlfriend left him, and no one would hire him. Interestingly, these mm. misfortunes in in life led um, uh, David Shaler to believe that he is the Messiah. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. <laughs> the modern wow. day reincarnation of Jesus Christ. And I was just I was just wow. with him. Go ahead, Mr. Perkins. Well, well, you know what, what's amazing to me. I mean, just to hear you read those articles too. You know. Because, again, I mean, history, uh, past, present, uh, is, is littered with these type of individuals who have this Messiah complex. And, again, what was even sadder, though, is that the people that followed them. You know, uh, I got one more for you. I know you probably remember him, David Koresh. Remember him? Uh, yes. David Koresh, he claimed that he was the Lamb of God. People Magazine did a, did a cover story 
uh, People Magazine called him the evil messiah. Um, mm. th- this guy, David Koresh, <clears throat> he claimed 19 wives. He had sex with children, and then he armed his followers to death. I mean, he literally thought that Armageddon was, was, uh, was, was coming. And then when the ATF came and challenged him, he had his believers, I mean, had his people believe that, that Armageddon was taking place right then. And again, yeah. all of these type of things happen because people don't know the scriptures. They don't know what yes. the word of God say in the last, in the, you know, in the last days. And this is one reason why, uh, you know, I, I like sticking with the word of God because the word of God is truth. Now, let me share one thing. Uh, there's another false Christ as well. Uh, this false Christ, I think, is the most diabolical of all false Christ. Now, again, none of us today would follow a David Caress or, you know, the guy out of out of uh, England or Reverend Moon because, you know, we, we, we wouldn't do that. And guess what? The devil understands that. So what has happened, uh, we have a more diabolical false Christ, and I like to call this false Christ in the media. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that, it is false. It is false Christ that you publish in the media. Uh, I've been teaching Bible prophecy now for over uh, 35 years, and I notice a trend every Christmas and every Easter. Uh, the cover stories would, would appear on Time Magazine, U.S. News and World Report, uh, Newsweek Magazine, but they would have a cover story of Jesus Christ. So I would pick up these particular periodicals and articles in the grocery store. And I would begin to go through them and read these articles. But as I was reading the articles, they were not presenting Christ like the scriptures. And that Mm. is a more diabolical one, because, again, when people see these cover stories, they think, oh, it's a great article about Christ. They pick the magazine up and then the article says that Jesus wasn't buried. I mean, I mean, he wasn't resurrected. I I got one article saying that Jesus, he didn't die on the cross. He was killed. Uh, He wasn't buried. Uh, he wasn't resurrected because his body was left out in the open and dogs ate his body. You wow. know what I mean? Wow. It's just blasphemous stuff. You know, I, I got one article uh, by U.S. News and World Report. The article head, headline, it says, why was Christ killed? And then it says scholars, uh, you know, scholars basically de- uh, debating about why he was killed. And this article said that Jesus was killed because he was a political subversive. And they said that Jesus came up against the Roman Roman commercial building boom, and the, and the article oh, said on. it's no wonder it's no wonder he got himself killed. You know what I mean? Things like that. I mean, uh, people that read that, thinking that this is this is truth, you know, uh, this is a false Christ that is more diabolical because it, it's smart how they present it. You know what I mean? They try to repackage Christ, and, and mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know Jesus from the Scripture, you could actually read these things from these so-called scholars and wind up literally being deceived into believing a false view of Christ, you know? And, and I mean, it's just amazing. This one I think is the most scary out of all the false Christ. And uh, I'm going to give one more right quick. Do you remember the book, The Da Vinci Code? Yeah. Yep. Uh, when, when The Da Vinci Code came out, many Christians' faith was shaken by that book because they believed that the church for all these centuries had hid some truth from them that was revealed in the Da Vinci Code. Now, you know, Dan Brown called it a, he called it a fiction book, but it was written more as a factual book. And a lot of people's faith was shaken because of the Da Vinci Code. Now, uh, when I first heard about the book and the movie, uh, I wasn't moved at all. And the reason why, because I knew what the Bible says in regards to Christ's life, you know, 
Everything that right. Jesus did in the New Testament was already pre-written in the Old Testament. So his life was already pre-written or forecast already in Scripture. I mean, down to the 30 pieces of silver, when they pierced him in the side, all of those things were pre-written in the Scriptures about what was going to happen to his life. And nowhere in the Old Testament did it testify that Jesus was going to marry Mary Magdalene. Because right. Dan Brown taught that uh, Dan Brown taught that Jesus married Mary Magdalene. They went to Europe and and had children. Uh, that's blasphemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, yeah. because people don't know the Scripture, they don't know the Word of God, they don't don't know what the Bible says about the end times. Many people are, are falling, you know, susceptible to these lies. So I believe that the false Christ in the media again is the most diabolical and the most deceptive uh, of all of it because they try to cast. Christ in a different light. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, it's just terrible mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, my partner, yeah. Rory, has, has called in. Rory? Okay. Good evening. How are you doing? Good evening, Rory. Good evening. I'm doing wonderful. Yeah. Great to yes, be with great you. Great to have you. Great to have you. Um, yeah. I heard you talking about the false Christ, and, and, and I, I remember uh, David Koresh, and there was another yes. guy that did the same thing he uh, it was uh, in the early 80s, and he went to uh, another island, and he had the people drink poison. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was uh, Jim Jones. Jim Jones, and he started yes. in a church. He had a church in the United States, yeah, yes. a very charismatic mm-hmm. church. But you know, yes. one of the things, like you said, people don't know the word, and yes. you know, we have to get to the point where. You know, I remember in, uh, in scripture where it says, "Listen, if if they're telling you that come and see that Christ has come, don't go and look. Don't go." Yeah, Jesus said, "Don't." If they say, he said, "Believe him not. Believe him <laughs> not, because you're going to know yes. the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you that Christ yes. is here, and you, everyone yes. is going to see him. So it, mm-hmm. it, it you know, and these, this is where we have to get. We have to, like you said." Decide in your heart and in your mind that we are going to follow Jesus Christ, regardless of what yes. happens, regardless yes. of what's yes. going on on the outside. This is where we That's have right. to be right now. This is how yes. we have to do Because, again, in Scripture it says, if, if the time isn't shortened, even the very elect will be deceived. And, and, and yes. you talked about the media. And one of the things I've realized is the media has become it's not it's not just powerful but it's extremely powerful yes extremely yes. powerful to where it controls the thoughts of people yes and people don't see it yes they're not seeing it right a lot of people don't see it and mm-hmm. one of the, the the ways in which i i have i've looked is um last year 2016 during the elections um mm-hmm. and um we saw we are for they told us the polls, what the poll numbers mm-hmm. were saying. But, and, yes. And when we went into the voting booth, the poll numbers were totally different. And I said, yeah, wow. it was a different story. <laughs> it was a different story. And I said, wow, what's going on yes. here? I, yeah, you and, saw the power see, of media. Exactly. The power of media. You literally were controlling people's thoughts to do a certain thing. And even when the, yes. the, um, the results were were different. People are mm-hmm. now revolting. They're angry, yes. but yes. they don't even see that they were told a lie. And this yes. is what yes. you know we're, we're dealing with. 
And you're yeah. you're so right when you when you hit it on the head when you said, listen, people, have, you know, if you're going to follow Christ, you're going to have to turn off your TV. You're going to have to turn yes. off your computer. There's some things yes. that will have to just 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 fall off. And we are going yes. to decide, you know, like like Joshua mm-hmm. said, um, choosing this day who you will serve. I think it was Joshua. Choosing yes. the, as yes. for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's done. This yes. is where we go. Yes. Yeah. See, you know, yeah. we're in a culture now that see, the Bible says another sign of the time. The scripture says that that men will not endure sound doctrine. See, we're we're in a culture now where 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 men, even in the church, sad to say, they are scripturally illiterate. In other words, mm-hmm. they don't know the word of God. They have a good shout, they have a good song, but they are scripturally illiterate. They don't know the word. And whenever somebody comes and presents something that is very articulated, I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean, they know how to present it, uh, and it sounds like it's facts, or they quote, they they call themselves a quote unquote scholar, because we we have a church today that is scripturally illiterate. Uh, these people are, are just they 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 are they are setting setting ducks out there. Uh, just, just ready to be deceived. You know, uh, I got a book by uh, Dr. John MacArthur. Uh, this book is called The Truth War. And if you let me, I want to quote something, quote something he said about truth. Let me quote this. He said this. He said, truth itself does not change just because our point of view does. He said, as we mature in our ability to perceive truth, truth itself remains fixed. He said, our duty, is to conform, uh, our, our duty is to conform all of our thoughts to the truth. We are not entitled to redefine truth, uh, to fit it to our own personal viewpoints or preferences or desires. He said, we must not ignore or discard selected truths just because we might find it hard to receive or difficult to believe. He said, above all, we can't be apathetic or lazy about the truth when the price of understanding or defending the truth turns out to be demanding or costly. See, truth does not change. The word of God does not change. Uh, The Bible has to be our filter. Uh, uh, It has to be the lens. It has to be the lens that we look at everything in this world through. Now, what we're seeing today in our times is amazing. We are truly living in the last days. Many of these prophecies are coming to pass before our very eyes. False Christ, uh, famines, uh, pestilence, uh, diseases, I mean, all kind of things. Uh, Israel, uh, so much is happening, and we got to look at everything through the, through the uh, scriptural lens in order to stick with truth. Uh, we have a culture today that tell you, you know, that's how I used to believe, or that's the old foggy way, or that's yeah. how my grandmother used to, used to believe. But listen, the truth never changed. This, this word of God never changes. And if we stick to this word, we will never, ever go astray. We'll never, Absolutely. ever uh, be deceived. Be deceived. Yeah. There's a lot of mm-hmm. people out there that are continually deceived. Like, you'll hear this term, oh, I used to be a Christian. Oh, I tried Christianity. Mm. When the Bible tells mm. them that you were never really a Christian, you were never, you, you know, you, <laughs> you, 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 yes. you leaving is a revelation that you were never real anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and, and you know, if, if they ever have a real encounter with Christ, it's not mm-hmm. that easy to leave him. You know what I mean? It's, it's not exactly. that easy to leave. Exactly. Um, and the other thing you, 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 you touched on, truth. Truth mm-hmm. does not reside in us. There is no truth. No. Based off of what no. Scripture says. 
because we all right. are like filthy rags. The benchmark yes. or, or, or the, the very benchmark itself, when you look at Ephesians um, 5, Ephesians 6, mm-hmm. it says, mm-hmm. um, Jesus says, he says, and you put on the belt of truth. The belt yes. is yes. what holds everything in place. That is the center mm-hmm. of gravity. That's what, if, if we don't build on truth, we have yes. nothing. Jesus Christ said, yes. I am the way. I yes. am the truth. No yes. man comes to the Father but by me. So that mm-hmm. tells me that, listen, this, the source that we're looking at is mm-hmm. the truth. That's number one. And yes. it's, it's truth on so many different levels. It's truth mm-hmm. geographically, if you check the Bible. It's truth yes. when, when you talk about <laughs> mapping the oceans and, and looking. It's mm-hmm. true. When you talk about yes. the, 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 how he laid out the, the foundations of the world, it's truth. Yes. The, yes. If you go to the source of the word, you will see truth mm-hmm. on so many different levels. Then Jesus steps yes. into the picture, and he says, I am the truth. I yes. am the truth. You know, there is no, there is no darkness in him. There is no varying yes. in that. You know, and this, right. is, this is who we serve. As This is yes. our God. And, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the other thing that we, we now we, we, we're talking about, some of these false Christs, but a lot mm-hmm. of people, as we see it today, even in the church, like you guys were saying earlier, they're deceived. Yes. They're following yes. another doctrine. They're following another Christ. Yes. They believe they're serving the Christ, but they're following another. Yes. And you said it right, my brother. When you said we have people in church, they're good. They have a good word. They have. They can mm-hmm. give you the, you know, um, give you the the, the, the different good phrases that are used in in church. Yes. Um, where mm-hmm. you say God is good, and everybody's all the time God is good, and, it, and then you say, yes. where is that found in Scripture? Nobody knows because it's not in scripture. Yes, because Mm -hmm, God is good, and the Word of God says His mercies endureth forever. So let us use the scriptures when we are speaking, Mm -hmm. and these are some. These are the truths, the truths that we have. These are the. This is the foundation that we have, and then you have men that neglect or turn away from the truth, Mm -hmm. and this is what we're dealing with. You know. Yes. Well, you know, you, you, right. you mentioned the verse. Uh, you mentioned about uh, they're 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 following this other Christ, and I'm reminded of the passages in uh, Galatians chapter one, verses six through nine. Paul warned the Galatian church. He said, because you know, he said, I, I marvel that you are so so removed from from Christ to another to another gospel. Uh, he said that they uh, you know they following another Christ, which was not the Christ that was once taught. You know, Paul gave the warning. He said, if, if we are an angel come to you and preach another Christ, he said, he said, don't follow that let one or let that, man, let that man be <laughs> let a curse. Be. Correct. Yeah. Let, let him be a curse, you know, and see, you know, because Jesus gave the warning in the latter days that there will be false Christ, you know, in these times. <clears throat> we got to stick with the word. We got to warn our generation. Uh, and that's one reason why I do like, I like your program because you guys are going into a, a a different medium, you know. You, you know, everybody has smartphones and iPads and all kind of different devices, you know. And you know, people need to hear this message. Uh, this is a strong word that's not being taught, and they need to be challenged that they got to get back to the Word of God. 
you know. Amen. Uh, if you want to, if you want to be strong in these days and know what the Bible says about the end times, you got to go back to the Word of God to get that. And uh, uh, the very, the very times that we see in front of us, the Scripture has has marked it out. You know, uh, I get this question, Brother Perkins. How do you know that Bible is the correct one? Uh, what about the Quran? What 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 about what what about the Book of Mormon? You know, how do you know that Bible is the correct one? And I always tell them this: the way I know that this word, the Word of God, is true, is because of the prophecies that are in this book. See, we have a book, Amen. a Bible that is centuries old, but it, it reads today like a current day newspaper. Uh, mm-hmm. These these prophecies were written centuries ago, but they're literally coming to pass today in our very eyes. Only God could have inspired this type of a book, and it proves the validity that the word of God we have is true. You know, we need to stick with the word. Uh, the Bible is the boundaries. We cannot get outside of that boundary. If you do, you're going to follow fables, and you're going to follow lies. There's so much that's out there, you know, and uh, before we get off this subject, uh, I want to introduce one more false Christ or, or falsehood, uh, and I'm not sure if you guys have touched it in any of your programs in the past, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of people that's coming to me with questions about the black Jews. Uh, oh, man, and, that's a... <laughs> and, and what's happening, I mean, it's unbelievable what is happening, you know, where people believe in that, that the Jews in, in, in Israel are not, are not the real Jews, uh, uh, the Nazi Jews, I think they call them. I say that they're not the real Jews. The real Jews are all African-Americans in America. And wow. uh, this group is this group is really strong here in America. Uh, and what's sad is that a lot of black uh, evangelicals are turning away from the truth to follow this falsehood. Wow! And, and they believe that that all the black Americans here in America uh, are the are the lost tribes of Israel. That's a lie of the devil. Yeah. Uh, and you always need to hear that. I, I've been wanting people that come to me, brother Perkins. Have you heard about these? Heard about the lost tribe? I said, you know. You need to let that go. You stick with the word of God, you know. Uh, I was talking with one lady. She was sharing with me about, about this, this thing, and she's writing a book about it. And uh, she, she, she made the statement that she uh, is converting a lot of black pastors to the truth of this, uh, of this new revelation. And, again, it's another falsehood that, uh, that you need to warn, you know, warn your listeners. Don't follow these people who claim to know this. Let me go first. Okay. A lady, you said, first of all, you said a lady. But let me tell you about um, some of the experiences that I've had. Yes, mm-hmm. you are absolutely right about this because they, the enemy comes and gives you half-truths yes. and so on and so forth and tries to deceive yes. you. Now, mm-hmm. you, I have looked into it and I have, I've seen, mm-hmm. and I have asked questions about it and I have yes. come to great extent in, in looking into it. But mm-hmm. one of the things I'm realizing is that you know, you take your eyes off Jesus Christ, you're lost. <laughs> you are, you lost. are lost. If you're getting yes. caught up in the color of the skin, yes. man, you're, you're lost. lost. You're lost. Yes. If yes. you're getting caught yeah. up in anything else, you're lost. The, you know, um, in, in, in um, Philippians, it says each of us need to work our own salvation in fear mm-hmm. and trembling. And, and yes. you know what? I I have I, like I said I've I've looked at this. I've even asked Chris. Chris, I've asked you questions. You know that. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if we find if we find all the lost tribes, mm-hmm. if we find everything, if we see that 
there were a lot of inconsistencies in history, and we don't know Jesus Christ, we are still lost. Yeah, that's right. Well, what, that's does right. It, what does it profit a man, like the Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So two things, right? Um, the Bible talks about the, the, the Jewish people come back to the nation, and they're going to come back from the north, the east, mm-hmm. south, and the west in that order. Yes. And guess what they did? Come back yes. in that order. In India, that's right. they found another settlement of, of Jewish people. Um, yeah, the tribe of Manasseh. I mean, tribe of Manasseh. There we go. And so mm-hmm. um, a lot of these people come up with these erroneous arguments. But one thing I find with a good percentage of them, the moment you disagree, there's no yes. love, none. Yes. The love of Christ is not found. Yes. They want to yes. run you down, do yes. whatever they get violent, argue all yes. day, and they cannot show and, the love of Christ. That's yes. one of the indicators. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Ms. Perfect. And, and they're and they are very arrogant as well. You know, yes. um, see, see, the scriptures are clear, and we've got to go back to the word of God. The scripture said that in the latter days that God would regather the Jews from the four corners of the world. You know, when God scattered them, that was a prophecy as well. He said he would scatter them all over the world, and as, that this is exactly what God did. But he said in the latter days he would regather them. But you've got to understand, he's, he's just not regathering one set of Jews. You know, it's not just... Uh, black Jews. I mean, there are there are Spanish Jews. They call Sephardic Jews. There are Ethiopian Jews. Now, those are black. Those are true Jews. Those are fallacious Jews. Uh, they they go back to Solomon. You have uh, the tribe of Manasseh that just returned to Israel from I mean from Israel. I mean to Israel from India. You have Chinese mm-hmm. Jews. You have American Jews. I mean, when God said He scattered them, He scattered them all over the world in all of the races. And what's happening, yeah. Jews are coming back from, from Russia, from Iran. I mean, the Jews coming out of Iran speak Farsi better than some Iranians. And these are <laughs> Jews. You follow yeah, you me? Know. See, what, you know, what God is doing, God said in the latter days, I'm going to do a greater miracle than when I brought them out of Egypt. He said, I scattered them, and in the latter days, I'm going to bring them back to Israel. What we are witnessing today in, that's happening in the nation of Israel is a major fulfillment of prophecy as God is regathering the Jews from the four corners of the world. And listen, listen. God does not need mankind to help him regather those Jews. Listen, you know, everybody's so caught up in the lost tribe. You know, we the lost tribe. That No, no. You think a God that created a universe that's so uh, on time and, and so uh, specific, you know, we know Haley's Comet is coming every so many years because of the God's universal time clock. You think a God with that kind of precision, that kind of precision, need man to help him find the lost tribe? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and pe- people, are, people are so caught up on the lost tribe or the lost books, you know, that, that when people come, you know, of late and they so-called find these revelations, they are so gullible that they wind up being deceived. I, I'm reminded of uh, the uh, National Geographic. National Geographic spent millions of dollars, multi-millions of dollars bringing to the world uh, the gospel of Judas or the lost gospel of Judas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this this was a this, this was in 2006. They had a cover story in National Geographic called the Gospel of Judas. Now, what's so amazing about that? Judas did not live long enough to even write a gospel, you know. So we know <laughs> that Judas <laughs> did not have a gospel. You know what I mean? But, That's true. But people people by the thousands they are following these Johnny Come Lately uh, lost yeah. tribes, lost gospel. You know what I mean? They caught up on the term. It's been lost. It's a mystery. Yeah. 
You know, the right. scripture says that God has God has given us everything in the scripture. The Bible said that there was things that was hidden in the scriptures that now God has made manifest to the saints. In other words, God says everything you need to know, I put it in the Word of God. The scripture says yeah. it's an honor of kings to search out a matter. We we need to become uh, diligent students in the latter days and go through the Word of God and see what God says that the end, end, end would look like. And as you do that, let me tell you, brother, it takes the pressure off, you know, because you realize that even though the world looks chaotic, Father God is in control. And we yeah. know this based on the truth of his Word. Yes. Hey, here's, a, here's another thing. Uh, mm-hmm. um, one of these um, guys that were, they were in um, the Yahweh Ben Yahweh cult. And okay. they are telling me, oh, the same, the same script, but you know, Jesus means just mm-hmm. us. Where do you find that in the Bible? Where? <laughs> you won't this find person, it. This person refuses to read the New Testament. Refuses mm-hmm. to. So how does he even mm-hmm. know who Jesus Christ really is? And then I went to some other meeting with some people that uh, brought me somewhere, and and I didn't even know what I was walking into. And these people are yeah. telling you to get rid of. The word God and 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 don't call him Lord. But wait a <laughs> minute, we? Jesus Christ oh, is King goodness. of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yes. So That's he is my Lord. So, yes, <laughs> these people are just blind to what the Word of God is, and they'll go all through the life of Moses and everything in yes. the Old Testament, but they cannot tell you who Jesus Christ really is. You know, Chris. See, the Bible said the Bible says that these people they twist the scriptures to their own destruction. And that's really what they're doing. They are twisting the scripture. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this. There's a movie uh, that's out. It's called The Colors of the Cross. You ever heard that movie? Yes. It's called The It's called the Colors of the Cross. And this movie is the first movie that depicts Jesus as a black man. And what's so, what's so horrible about this thing, it says that this movie suggests that the crucifixion of Christ was racially motivated. What? You hear me? Oh yes. Wow. It's called the colors. Oh, it's wow. called the colors of the cross, and and it depicts that his his death on the cross was racially motivated. See, I'm telling you, we are living in the last days, and we gotta preach truth. Now, I gotta say this to you fellas as well. You know, for me to be teaching Bible prophecy as a black as a black uh, evangelist is really uh, an amazing feat. I mean, God is God is amazing because I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I was taught as a young young man going to church, that if you study the book of Revelation, that you could you could lose your mind. Uh, as I travel, as I travel, I've heard that, I've heard, country, I've heard that too. I travel across the country uh, and internationally, and I ask this question: How many have ever been taught that if you study Revelation, you lose your mind? And hands go up all over the churches. But what I find is predominantly in the black churches. For some reason, we've been taught that if you study this book, study the Bible, or or the book of Revelation, you lose your mind. And when I got saved, brothers, I was saved. I loved Jesus, but I would never go to the book of Revelation. And I, I say this all the time, you know, God really has a sense of humor because he called this, this little black evangelist into the uh, area of Bible prophecy. And as I began to study Bible prophecy, I saw that the devil had, gave, had, had given me a lie. You know, mm. Bible prophecy, the book of Revelation, it gives us the end of the story. It shows us God's uh, eternal end for the redeemed. And the way the Bible gives our eternity with him is so beautiful. You know, there, there's nothing in the scriptures that God don't want us to be, uh, I mean, there's nothing in the scriptures that God does not want us to know. 
And there's nothing in the scripture that, that that's hid that God don't want you to find. You know what I mean? And yeah, we've been man. taught all these lies, all these lies, especially in the black community. We've been taught all these lies about studying revelation and all this, and it's a lie of the devil. And because we don't know the end of the story, we believe these false things of black Jesus and 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 uh, these Johnny come lately black uh, lost tribe Jews. I mean, it's 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 really sad. Uh, my yeah. my heart is so grieved uh, in our black community, you know. Uh, and as I travel, I'm, I'm in a lot of prophecy conferences. Uh, throughout the you know you know throughout the year, and when I'm there, I count on my hand how many blacks come to these conferences, and it grieves my heart. It really grieves my heart because you know it's like we don't want the truth, you know, and it hurts me because if we yeah. just spend time in the Word of God, we we see the truth, you know. And, and some of you said Chris was so good. Um, you said either Chris or or or. Um, Rory. My other brother said, Rory, yeah. or Rory, Rory, one of you guys said that, you know, we, we, when you start looking at looking at it as a black thing, then you go into error. You know, you miss you miss Jesus. Yeah. You know, when you start assigning color to him, you, you, you're going to miss the message of Christ. He died for the yeah. world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it takes they take so many things out of context. But, it, yes. you know, when it talks about his feet being like brass, it always has to be black. I mean, black. Oh my goodness! Uh, so his head many and things. hair white like wool. His yeah. head and hair yeah. white like wool. I mean, when you yeah. read the scripture, it's talking about it's talking about wool being white like a fuller. A, a fuller when you know when he when he cleans the wool, the wool becomes white as snow. So the reference is that the wool is like white snow, not not black woolly hair. But they base a whole uh, revelation on woolly hair saying that that's Jesus and Jesus being black. You know, it makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, totally. it's false teaching. It's false teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once they, once they mm-hmm. twist your, the scripture, then they try to twist your mind. And that's yeah. how I see yeah. it played out uh, over and over. And, and if you, and here, the, the, the other thing is with some of these people is you have to say uh, Yeshua, not saying that Yeshua, you can't use it. But some of them are saying <laughs> that you have to use it, and the thing yeah, is, they have like yeah. ten different pronunciations of it. Even yes, even with the yes. with uh the the Yahweh, they have like ten different pronunciations for that too. So, yes. which yes. one? How am I calling the name of of, of God? Am I saying it right? <laughs> I have to pronounce it right. Yeah. Listen, Jesus. <laughs> it's Jesus, man. Yeah. And you know, you know, Jesus understand that when we call him brother, he answers us, man. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, he, he he's not confused in heaven. He see, it's a heart thing. He he know from the heart. You know what I mean? The scripture Remember says, man, exactly. believe on him. It's a, it's Remember a heart belief. The seven sons of Cephas or whatever their name was. Yeah. In the Testament, yeah. These guys, yeah. Who, you know, they thought they saw the, the disciples back. doing what they were doing and went out and tried to right. do it and they could not do it. Yes. You see, people yes. need to realize that the power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead resides mm-hmm. in us resides yes. in us and the Holy yes. Spirit is with us to empower us to do all these things and this is the yes. thing that uh, makes the difference you see you can tell a true Christian the Bible says by their fruits you shall know them you know and yes. that's what this is what happens this is what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do so we have a yes. power the power that resurrected Christ from the dead is mm-hmm. in us and that yes. is what we move by the the Holy Spirit and it can only act as by um, once you become a child of the living God. And the scripture Amen. says that he will, he will guide us into all truth. 
The Bible Amen. says that the Holy Spirit, he will show us things to come. You know what I mean? Uh, he's going to only speak what he hear the Father say or what Jesus said. You know, you know so we got to, you know, God has given us the gift of, of the Holy Spirit within us. You know, and if we spend time in the Word, the Holy Spirit, he's going to open the scriptures to us and he's going to show us Jesus. You know, we're going to see Christ in the nook and cranny of scriptures. And I guarantee you, when you see Jesus from the scripture, your life changed. You know, uh, I have fallen so deeply in love with my Savior. Uh, gentlemen, I cannot, I cannot wait to see my Savior. I long to see Jesus because I see him in the scriptures. You know what I mean? Amen. Uh, I, under, I understand what he's done to give me eternal life, you know. And, you know. But people don't see him like that because they don't see him in the word. Right. But one right. thing for sure, we are we are living in the last days and we need to proclaim truth. We need to proclaim it based on the word of God. We need to proclaim prophecy, Bible prophecy from the scripture. And as we do that, men and women can come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, we're almost at the top of the hour and um Okay. We're going to get into a couple dark subjects, and I'm going to. I have two clips to play, but I'm not going to play them yet until we cover this next topic, which is okay. The mark of the beast, the six six six. What are your thoughts okay. on that? Oh well, the scriptures are quite clear on that. And one thing I do like, see, uh, I'm always come from the Word of God because the Word of God defends itself. I mean, there's a lot of teaching out there about the mark of the beast. Uh, you know the the mark of the beast based on scripture. We know uh, uh, it's it's going to be uh, tied to the antichrist's uh, economic system. Uh, based on Revelation chapter thirteen, the Bible says men would not be able to buy or sell unless they have this unique identifier, uh, the mark of the beast. But during the time of the great tribulation, uh, the antichrist will institute the mark of the beast, and men will take this mark either in the forehead or right hand. Uh, I do believe that it could be a tattoo tied to it. It could be a barcode type system. I know technology will definitely be tied to it because it's going to be tied to uh, his ability to track whether you can buy or sell. You know what I mean? Uh, I do believe yeah. that 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 everything uh, technology-wise is being set up uh, for that time when Antichrist definitely uh, is in power. Now I got to say this as well: we we have a culture today that is six. Six six paranoid, and what I mean by that is that even Christians are scared of the six six six. You know, they go to the grocery store, and if the change come back six dollars and sixty six cents, what do they do? Uh, they buy Rolaids or they buy a mint just to get off that number because they think they got the mark of the beast. You know, and again, as a Christian, and we'll talk about it as we go across you know, into the next hour. Uh, as a Christian today, you don't have to fear the mark of the beast because uh, the Bible is quite specific as to how long the mark of the beast is going to last, uh, uh, what the Antichrist is going to use it for. Again, I mean, it's, it's right there in the Word of God. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I have this joke with my um, I run with my daughter all the time, and it's like uh -huh. uh, the, the places where I, I sell my, my products, <laughs> you know, if it comes mm -hmm. up to, um, if I have 666 sales, I'll be like, oh, no, i got to close my account. You know, it's the mark of the beast. I, I run that joke all the time because I know that people out uh -huh. there take things that uh -huh. ridiculous, you know, um, and we yeah, laugh about yeah. it all the time. But, uh, yeah. you know, th th this whole te technological movement that mm -hmm. we see in front of us, we see all sorts of things, all sorts that yes. could be um, labeled the mark. But what, like you, you said, it's, it's leading, leading up to it. 
We have we already have mm-hmm. invisible um, biometric tattoos. We have yes. so many things. A lot of different things. <laughs> yeah, but yes, in, yes. eventually, yeah. it's all going to be tied together. All of it on on one right. big gigantic network that we see coming yeah. about. And you know, it would right. take so long to really name yes. everything. Um, right. But what one thing I, I just want to inject in there is the way that mm-hmm. these companies like Google and Facebook and some mm-hmm. other and, the, and some, some governments are building these AIs in the background. What a way yes. in the future to track everyone with a global yes. artificial brain that just knows what yes. everyone is doing. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. Go ahead. I mean, the, I mean, the technology exists right now. I mean, you go online now, and with all of the Google algorithms and stuff in the web, uh, anything you buy, uh, those type of commercials are going to start, or those type of ads going to start coming into, you know, what you're reading. You know what I mean? So the system is already in place to track you. I mean, it knows what you like. It, it knows your shop habits. It knows what you don't like, you know. Uh, it, it knows the type of cars you like. I mean, everywhere we go, there's a digital dossier on every one of us. Uh, your, yeah. your mobile phone, uh, it tracks everything you do, everywhere you go, as you hit the different towers, you know, uh, uh, cell towers. Uh, it knows when you came in. I mean, they, they, can, know, they can know how fast you was going uh, based on how fast you get to each one of those towers. You know, you know what I mean? Right. So the system, yeah. the system is already in place. But let me say this one thing. Um, what we got to be very, very careful, though, even in talking about the technology, you cannot ascribe evil to technology. You follow me? Right. Right. See, Correct. Technology is good. Technology is good in a sense because, you know, if you got a lady with Alzheimer's and, you know, you want to make sure that she don't she don't get lost, I mean, you know, you may want to put something on her where they can keep up with her. You know what I mean? Uh that's not evil. But see, here's the problem. Uh prob the problem is is whose hand the technology is in. You know, it's exactly. just like it's just like cutting a ham. Cutting a ham with a knife. You can cut a Sunday ham with a knife, but that same knife in the evening could take a life because it's in the hand of a murderer. So it's not the knife, it's whose hand the the technology is in. You follow me? And yeah, totally. what is happening to, what is happening today is that we, we have a society now that is so intertwined. I mean, the one world system is already in place. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know, when John received the prophecy of the mark of the beast. He could. Uh, this project could not have been fulfilled in John's day, but in the times we're living in now, that project can come to pass because of all the tracking technology we have today. You know. Yeah. It, yes, so, indeed. When we have we have people um, in different countries that are basically putting chips in them already. That's not the market of beast, but again, it's yes. leading up to it. No, it's not. Uh, just to get yes. into clubs and, and all sorts of things mm-hmm. into their office, their corporations yes. are not implementing yes. these things. Um, right. It's just, it's just freaking to me. But you have also well, on record, you know, people can find it on YouTube or whatever, where the mm-hmm. reporter asks, well, if you were, if they had a system to where you would, you would have to get microchipped and, and tracked every day and blah blah blah. They said yes. We yeah. would take yes. it. Many, many people say it. Many people. Many would take it. Many would take it. The culture is being desensitized and don't even realize it. You know, because they do like the convenience. Now don't get me wrong, I do like the convenience, you know, 
when I go to mm-hmm. the grocery store, I want them to scan my food so I can get in and out, you know. Uh, I right. like the convenience of technology, but I draw the line. You know, you're not gonna put a, you're not gonna put a chip on me. You're not gonna put anything on my forehead. You know what I mean? Now, believe it or not, we all attract. If you got a cell phone, they're tracking you every day already. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Right. Uh, so we are tracked every day. You know, but as you said again, uh, the the actual technology itself is not the mark of the beast. Now, what's going to happen during the tribulation period? We know based on scripture, the tribulation has a seven-year window of, uh, of duration uh, in prophecy. But the Bible tells us clearly that the mark of the beast system does not go online or does not go into effect until three and a half years into the tribulation. So the first three and a half years of Antichrist's rule and reign, he's not going to use the mark of the beast system. It's not until the midpoint of the tribulation where the Bible says that he will implement that mark of the beast technology. So what's going to happen based on scripture, the mark of the beast has a three-and-a-half-year window of influence during the tribulation because mm-hmm. you don't find it mentioned until the three-and-a-half years at the midpoint of tribulation, chapter 13, Revelation, where the Bible says that the Antichrist has 42 months yet, in other words, three-and-a-half years left in his seven-year reign. That's when he introduced this mark of the beast system to track men. So no. I tell Christians they don't 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 worry about the technology. Don't don't be afraid of it. As a matter of fact, use the technology. That's why I really appreciate your uh, your program because you guys are using technology to reach the masses. You you think yeah. about it. Uh, twenty twenty years ago, you couldn't do what you're doing right now. No. But see, you are using technology now for the furtherance of the gospel, and again, that's how we're supposed to use it. You know, I'm not afraid of technology. You know, I know of pastors that would not go on the internet because they think it's the mark of the beast. And I say, oh, that's my. It. you know, wow. use wow. the technology for the furtherance of the gospel. You know, I have yeah. a website. I've been online. We've been online since 1995. That's how long I've been online. Wow. That's, that's how long I've had, I've had a web presence. And listen, uh, I'm reaching more people through my website than I could ever imagine in my entire life. See, wow. what that's doing, that's helping to bring Christ back. Because the Bible says the gospel will go into, the, you know, into all the world, and then the end will come. I believe this technology, mm-hmm. God raised this technology up to help get the gospel into the nook and crannies. You know what I mean? Uh, I had right. a lady, this lady, uh, this lady emailed me. She lived, lived on a Polynesian island out in the Pacific. She sent me a picture on a map. This island was so small you could barely see it. But she said wow. we have no preachers. We have no preachers on our island. She said you guys are our preachers. They have internet, but they have no preachers. She said you are our pastors. Wow! You know? Wow! So That's incredible. Technology, technology is reaching the world, and again, it's helping to bring Christ back. You know, so the technology is not evil, although technology, the surveillance of it. We need we need to talk about the surveillance because. You know, whether we believe it or not, everything you do is being tracked, you know what I mean? And um, it's just getting perfected for when the time the Antichrist do use it uh, to track men. Well, yeah, because um, well, what I notice is, you know, we, we have the we have all types of chips, all type of um, biometrics and all that, but everybody is in unison. No, these companies, yes. corporations aren't in unison. They're actually um, challenging each other to do better uh-huh. or, you know, who could be the biggest dog on the block. And and another thing for people to realize, too, is that the mark of the beast, this is something that when you take it, it, you're not redeemable anymore. 
it's done. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the danger of that Christian is this. See, see, here's here's the whole the whole scary part of the mark of the beast. It's not it's not just the technology. When a person takes the mark of the beast, he's he's forming an alliance with the antichrist and the devil. That's why God is going to judge it so severe. You know, when you read the book of Revelation, uh, chapter fourteen, Jesus. Uh, uh, Jesus dispatched an angel. This is the first time in the Bible where the Bible said that the angel is going to fly through the heavens, I mean, through the earth, and they're going to they're going to preach the everlasting gospel, but they're going to warn men not to take the mark of the beast. And in that wow. warning, they let men they, they, they let men know. And if you don't mind, let me read the passage for you, if you don't mind. Uh, this is Revelation chapter 14, and we pick it up here in verse number 9. The Bible says, uh, And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast uh, and his image and receive his mark in their forehead or in their hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his wow. indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Listen at this, verse 11. And the smoke of their torments ascend up forever and ever, and they shall have no rest day nor night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever received the mark of, it, uh, mark of his name. So you got to realize the mark of the beast is a type of worship, alliance, and allegiance to the yeah. Antichrist and the devil. Yeah. So in yeah. other words, when a, when, when, when a person takes that mark of the beast, he's saying, I totally reject Christ. I reject God, and I form an alliance with the Antichrist and the devil. And see, the scripture says in verse 10 here, chapter, Revelation 14, 10, it says that when they drink, you know, when they take that mark, that they're going to drink the wine of God's wrath. Wrath means the anger of God. But the Bible says that this anger of God at this time, it will be poured out without mixture. In other words, this is wow. going to be wrath of God without mercy. It's, it's wow. wrath of God without kindness. You follow me? They mm, form yes. an alliance with the devil and God's going to judge them. I tell people all the time, God forbid you find yourself in the great tribulation. But if you do, it is, it is to receive Christ and to die as a martyr than to take the mark of the beast and eat. Because those who do, they will form an alliance with the devil and they damn their souls. Wow. I mean, wow. And, uh, it's going to be really bad. Cause see, Jesus said the tribulation period is going to be a time like this world has never, ever seen. Uh, it's going to be a time, Jesus said, mankind has not even imagined what, what it's going to look like. Uh, mm. 21 judgments, you got seven seal judgments, seven trumpet judgments, and seven vile or bold judgments going to enter the tribulation. On top of that, you got the Antichrist, and then you got this mark of the beast system. I mean, this is going to be a time that's going to rock the world. I mean, people mm -hmm. think that the world, world, world is, is, is in chaos now. It's nothing compared to what's going to happen when that tribulation takes place, you know, and, yeah. and, and I believe because all of the indicators we've seen, things are being set up now for the time of great tribulation. So that tells me that the rapture is even nearer. You know what I mean? The yeah. rapture is even closer yeah. because we will be caught up before this event, but we're seeing signs and indicators that are, that are lining up. We have the nation of Israel back in the land. You have the yeah. regathering of the Jews. You have Israel trying to restore the temple. I mean, you have people there that want to rebuild this third temple that the Antichrist mm -hmm. is going to occupy. Yeah. You know, they they training Jewish boys in, in animal sacrificing. Uh, the Bible says the Antichrist is going to stop the Jewish sacrifices. I mean, things are preparing 
for the next dispensation of the tribulation. So it, it lets me know that in this church age we're living in now, you know, time is winding up, you know, and we must be about our father's business, reaching Amen. the harvest for him. You know, we got to reach as yeah. many as we can because time is winding up. Yeah. But before I play these two clips, can you clarify okay. to people? Because there's a, there's a teaching out there that the seals are already open. Yes. The horse yeah, of come. Okay. Da, 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 da. Can oh, you clarify that? That's for? good. Yes, I can. Because, see, see, uh, based on scripture, <clears throat> we, we are in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. That's as far as we are in scripture, you know. Uh, the book of Revelation has what's called a table of contents. Uh, chapter 1 was things that John saw uh, 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 in the past. In other words, he saw the, the glorified vision and the revelation of Jesus. But in chapter 2, John was commanded to write the things that are. Are is a present tense word. So mm -hmm. in chapter 2 and 3, you have the church age, and that's what we're dealing with. See, we are in 2 and 3 of the book of Revelation. But from chapters 4 on, John was commanded to write the things that would be in, uh, uh, in the hereafter or in the future side uh, for people to put us in the tribulation now is to get out of dispensational accuracy what that means is this dispensation means a period of time um, to put us in the tribulation now okay the antichrist must be revealed you know um, you know they got you know I, I saw a thing the other day you know talking about the, the the seven trumpets are about to blow I said that makes no sense whatsoever because the antichrist has not been revealed yet the first thing that is revealed is Antichrist. Uh, in the book of Revelation, chapter 6, is where the tribulation begins. And the Bible said that Jesus, the Lamb, is the one who will release the seven seals. Once he releases the seven seals, the tribulation period begins. And the first seal that Jesus released into the tribulation is none other than the Antichrist. See, we, we cannot be in the tribulation now if Antichrist is not here. And see, as long as the church is here, Antichrist cannot be revealed. So men try to put us in the tribulation. They're getting out of dispensational accuracy with Scripture. And when yeah. they do that, they are making make they are making major mistakes. Even though we have we have uh, floods and we have you know different things like that, you know, that is not the tribulation because the Antichrist is not here. He's not revealed. Uh, things are pre preparing for the tribulation, but we've not entered that season. As long as the church is here. The Antichrist cannot be revealed. Oh, and there's another teaching out there that um, mm -hmm. there will be no man of sin. Um, they just say, well, you know, uh, it's just where, you know, the Antichrist spirit is here. And that's all, you know, and then, you know, the end is going to come. Jesus is going to come back. <laughs> but it's yeah. clear in First John that, yes, the Antichrist spirit has is, is been here. Sure. But there will yes. be Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Yep. See, see, the Antichrist, Antichrist spirit, Jesus said it, it's, it's coming. John said, you know, many Antichrists are already out there. But there is a literal Antichrist. And we already know that. You know, Second Thessalonians tells us that the Bible calls him the man of sin or the son of perdition. You know, the, the scripture is given exactly. a personal pronoun on, on a literal man. Not only that, but when you go into the book of Revelation, when you go back to the, to the time when God's going to judge Antichrist, this is Revelation chapter 19. Uh, when, when Jesus judged Antichrist, and the Bible says that the Antichrist and the false prophet shall be cast alive into the lake of fire. It's talking about two literal men, a literal Antichrist and a literal false prophet will be cast by the angels of God into the lake of fire. And the Bible said they shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Uh, that's, not, that's not some fairy tale. You, you follow me? 
It's talking yeah, about yeah. a literal man being cast into the lake of fire. Uh, yeah. Revelation chapter 19. You know, so, you know, for them to make it all spiritual, uh, it's again to get out of, you know, get out of, uh, out of uh, scripture accuracy. You know, there are things in, in prophecy that, that are symbolic, but symbolic points to a literal. But then there are literal things that you don't need any interpreting. It, it, you, don't need to, you don't need to spiritualize uh, 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 parts that are literal, and you need to take them at the plain sense of, of understanding of it. The Antichrist will be a literal man. He will sit on, the, on a literal throne in the tribulation. The Bible said that he will be worshipped as God. It's a literal man, and that literal man will be judged. That, that literal man will institute his mark system, and people will have to bow to him. You follow me? So it's, yes, not, it's, not, it's not just a spirit. It's a literal man. And God's going to judge a literal man in the second coming of Christ. Yeah, so, okay, no. you know, it's a lot of false teachers out there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, what we're talking about here, this is what we need to be sharing. This is what we need to teach people in, in church. This is what we should be talking yeah. about all the time, that they, mm-hmm. people are not are not grasping the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. And see, the word, the word of God will keep you clear. The word of God will keep you safe. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, God has revealed the future in the scripture. All we got to do is, is become students of the word. You study the word, God's going to reveal everything he's up to. The scripture says that God would do nothing in the earth except he first reveal it to his prophets. And this is exactly what God did. All of these prophets of old, God revealed to them the end of the story. And all we got to do today as, as believers is spend time in the word of God. And as we do, God will show us exactly what he's going to do. Amen. And therefore, you know, I guess, see, my future, brother, our future, I, I am so excited about our future. Even though I see all the chaoticness, the wars and rumors of wars, I see, I see pestilence, I see diseases. Believe me, brother, as I see all these chaotic things in the world, I am so excited because it's telling me that Jesus is coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's letting me know. See, see, the uh, the chaoticness of this world is testimony that this world is sick and it needs a healer, which is Jesus. See, Amen. Jesus coming. He's coming back to to solve the problem. Man can't do it. The UN can't do it. You know, peace <laughs> treaties can't do it. You right. know, a president, a prime minister can't do it. Uh, the only time this world going to experience peace is when the Prince of Peace is seated on the throne of his father, David. You know, Jesus okay. in the millennial kingdom, when he's seated there, you're going to have peace in the world. Outside of that, we won't have peace. Right. But the scripture tells us that. And see, yeah. this is when we realize that time is short, and then we got to become evangelists to reach a lost world. Amen. Amen. Yes. So, Amen. so um I'm going to play these two clips here. Um, one, okay. each each of them touched two different subjects, but it's from a movie, I'm okay. sorry, a TV show called The Messengers. And we, we talked about mm. this on our show before, but I, I just I just want you to give your own insight. Okay. This was a show where Satan falls from heaven and power comes out from him. Some people are knocked down, die, and then, then they resurrect. And when they resurrect, they have powers. And mm. in the story, it says the power is from God, but then another part, it's it's clear that the power is from Satan. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, they have all sorts of revelations, things to do with the last days and <laughs> stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm all gonna right. play them 
in the in the, in the opposite order because you just finished talking about the seals. So this first one okay. is on the four horsemen. Now watch this. Okay. No accident, you're here. Do you know why? Yes, and I don't think any of us has a choice. We need to find and stop the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Seriously? Horsemen? She's talking about war, pestilence, famine, and death. That doesn't sound good. It isn't. But they're regular people, just like we are. Except the devil is tempting each of them to commit some kind of terrible sin, and once they do, they're no longer human. They've broken a fateful seal. <laughs> the seven seals of the apocalypse. Sounds even worse. It is. Each of the seals is like a stepping stone on the way to the rapture. Can we just slow down for a second? I just came in here to get some chicken nuggets with my daughter. Yeah, I've got somebody waiting in the car. I just woke up from a seven-year coma and found out my fiancé stopped visiting after six months. So spare me your soft stories and listen carefully. If those four horsemen succeed in breaking their seals, we can all kiss humanity goodbye. There was a one-armed vet in my vision. Wow. And she and I saw him get killed. Could he have been a horseman? If you found him in time, maybe he could have helped us. How about that, Mr. Perkins? Wow, wow, wow. You know, I, I tell you this, brother. I got to tell you this, man. This, see, this, this is one reason why we need to preach truth and people need to understand. See, now, what, what these people have done, they, they are taking bits and pieces from Scripture. They've written a script on it, you know, but have truth. You know, you know, a hook. You know, you know what hooks hooks the fish on the hook is the little bit of yeah. lip. And see what the devil does, he gives you a lot of truth, but he gives you a little piece of error, and that error is enough to damn you. And see, I'm listening. I'm listening to this lady in in this in this uh, video clip you talked about here. Uh, she's talking about you know we got to stop the, the the seals from being released. What's so amazing about that is that is that mankind cannot stop the seals. And I'm gonna show you why. I'm gonna give you a verse here. This is the book of Revelation, chapter 6. This is where the tribulation begins, all right? Now, I'm going to read verse 1. Listen at verse 1. Revelation, chapter 6, verse 1 says this. John says, and I saw when the Lamb, and this capital L-A-M-B, the Lamb, that's Jesus Christ. I saw when the Lamb opened the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunders, and one of the four beasts saying, come and see, and behold, a white horse, and he that came out, had a bow and a crown was given to him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Now, here, here's, 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 the, here's the truth. The truth is the tribulation cannot begin until Jesus released the seals. Mankind cannot stop this judgment from coming upon mankind because it's a prophecy that God is going to allow to come into the earth to judge the ungodly. The Bible says here that the Lamb, Jesus, you read it, Revelation chapter 6, verse 1, Jesus is going to release the seven seals. Every time a seal is released, Jesus is going to release these seals. Now, when you read chapter 5, Revelation, the Bible says that, 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 uh, that Father God is seated on the throne. He has a book in his hand that has seven seals on it. And the scripture says in chapter 5 that John says he began to weep because he said, who is worthy to open the seals? And, and the scripture says that, that he began to weep, and it says, no man is worthy. But then the, one of the elders said, John, he said, weep not. He said, behold, he said, listen, behold, he said, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, have prevailed to open Amen. the book and to, and to loose the seven seals. See, the only one is worthy to loose those seals on man 
is Jesus Christ because he's perfect. He's sinless. You follow me? See, these seals, once these seals are released, it's the judgment of God coming into the earth. But Jesus is going to release it. Mankind cannot stop that. You know, it reminds me of this, uh, this one thing I'm going to say. I'm going to let you guys talk. Um, uh, I'm not sure which, which, which network. One, one of the networks created a program called, called Apocalypse Man or Armageddon Man, something like that. Mm. And what happened, wow. this man in this, in this, in this, in this movie uh, program, he was showing people how to survive the Battle of Armageddon. But see, the problem with that is that Armageddon is a direct result of the second coming of Christ. Brother, when that judgment right. comes, mankind won't survive that judgment. You follow me? Yeah. And see, these movies, these movies like this, when people don't know the scripture and they hear this stuff, they get so, they get so scared. But, but again, they pull the scripture out of context. Man, that is amazing video. I'm just I'm blown yeah. away by that video. The other part of that video that we also have to look at, too, is mm -hmm. they want to stop the, um, the four horsemen. Why? <laughs> right. <laughs> because they want to continue living in sin. This yes, is what, yes, yes. This is, this is it. <laughs> you, you understand it now. They want mm -hmm. to stop yes. Jesus Christ from coming back. Yeah. And, yes, and I'm looking yes, and yes. I'm like, I wonder if people are seeing how devious and diabolic this system yes. is. Yes, but, yes. But here it is. See? Here it is too. They they okay. also claim in the clip that Satan is in control of the horsemen, and then the horsemen are in control of the seals. <laughs> my my my! Totally flipped on see, his head. Totally flipped on his head. See, those, those horsemen are, are 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 symbolic of what's going to come into the earth. You follow me? Those, those yeah. horses represent something. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and and as you just read, I mean, you, you have your listeners turn to Revelation chapter six, verse number one. It tells you who releases the seals, not the devil. It's going to be Jesus allowing this judgment to come upon rebellious mankind. Now, I, I want to quote another verse here because Jesus talked about the tribulation in Matthew 24. Listen to what Jesus said. He said in verse 21 of Matthew 24, for then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no shall ever be. Verse 22, he says, and except those days should be shortened, there shall be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. See, Jesus said, when this tribulation comes, when, when, when this time of testing comes upon mankind, it's going to be something that mankind has never experienced up to this time. See, see, the tribulation is a different world. It's a rough ride. You know what I mean? Um, people in the tribulation, it's going to be very hard. And, and, and even people that get saved on the time, people get saved in the tribulation as Christians get born again in the tribulation. They're in a different dispensation. They're under the time of tribulation. And, and, and many Christians that are born again in the tribulation, many of them are going to die for their faith because they're in a different time. You, you follow me? They, uh, yeah. Many will die for their faith. Uh, uh, the scripture says the Antichrist will he will kill many of the saints. He will he will wear out the saints. The Bible says because they're in a different time. You follow me? See, th this is this is this is a, a rough time, you know. But but these movies because people don't know the truth when they hear this stuff, man. And it's, I'm just listening to them talking. It's just all convoluted and mixed up. And saying that they they're empowered by oh my goodness, unbelievable. <laughs> 
Yeah. Unbelievable. So, like, all right, so I'm going to play the second clip, and this has to do with the um, One World Religion. And I'm going to okay. ex- explain afterwards what the scene was like. Okay? All right, okay. let's go. All right. Are you a woman from my vision? Yes, I am. And you are the messengers. We're the what? We're the angels of the apocalypse. Guys, a little something that she's neglecting to mention. She just woke up from a seven-year coma. No, wait, Peter. Joshua. Raul. Aaron. What Vera is telling you is true, but yesterday you all died. And now here you are. Okay, sweetie, you want to play a little game? Okay. I mean, I'm not going crazy. Something's really happening here. Am I right? God is angry. So he's giving us a test. I'm so not down with that. Well, you better be. Because this is prophecy we're talking about. You mean the book of Revelation? Different religions call it different things, but God's message is pretty much the same no matter how you slice it. This is the beginning of the end. You need to stop wasting my time. You said you'd give me answers. You tell me where the man is who took my son. That is no man. He's the devil. Wait, you mean like the devil devil? You thought it was a meteor, but that was Satan being cast down from heaven once again. Hi, I'm an atheist. You shouldn't doubt the devil's presence. He's a wicked son of a And he will play on every last one of your worst fears and insecurities. You of all people should know that. What is she talking about? It doesn't matter. I'm calling the cops. It's been seven years. Have they helped you find Michael? We're the only hope you have of finding your son. Even if any of this was remotely legitimate, why us? If people like us can somehow figure out a way to work together, maybe the world deserves to be saved. Saved from what, exactly? The rapture. When God reclaims the faithful and leaves the forsaken behind. Goodness, you gotta be kidding. How are we supposed to stop someone like that? Wow. By using the special gifts he has given all of us. Power to heal. Incredible strength. An ability to hear thoughts. And the gift of sight. Apparently, I'm the only one with the gift of sanity. Your gift will reveal itself when you're ready. Right. That makes perfect sense. What about you? God has given me the gift of understanding. You understanding what? Todo lo que Dios quiere que yo entienda. What'd she say? Oh my goodness. She understands whatever God wants her to. In every language known to man. Okay. Well, understand this. You need medical attention. And you three are crazy if you believe a word that she is saying. And you, I know who you are. You're a Bible thumper who probably believes everything that she's... What's wrong with you? She's having a seizure. No, she's having a vision. Hey, there you go. My, my, my. Wow. My, my, my. <laughs> That's a mouthful, ain't it? See, <clears throat> let me tell you. See... Again, I got to say that this is one reason why we need to know the truth of the word of God. They believe that they can help stop Armageddon or, or stop tribulation. Or see, see, the problem with that is the arm of flesh. And you can see the scripture tells us that when Jesus comes back, see, the, the only way this problem is going to be fixed is when, the, is when the Son of Man comes back. I'm going to read a verse to you. This is Jude chapter 1, verse 14. And, uh, uh, well, verse, uh, yeah, verse 14 says, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, 
prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints. This is dealing with the second coming. When Christ come back in the second coming at the close of the tribulation, the Bible says he's coming back to do something. The next verse says this. He's coming back to execute judgment upon all and to convince all the ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have committed against him. See, when Jesus comes back in the second coming, he's coming back to judge the world. When he comes back, he's going to stop all of the, all, all of the riffraff and, and the problems. Those people cannot stop the tribulation. They cannot stop the judgment that's coming. You know, it reminds me of this other movie that came out called uh, Dealing with the Rapture, this, this uh, satire where they showed the guy shooting Jesus out of the sky with a laser, which was blasphemy as well, because when Christ comes to the second coming, you won't be able to shoot him out of the sky. You follow me? And, you know, all of this false teaching, this is, this is diabolical. It's designed by the devil to confuse and also to bring a false fear upon mankind. Wow. Yeah. Did, did you notice how she, wow. she she opened up and saying that though they they the messengers that got their power from Satan really, my, uh, my, but they're my. trying to attribute it to God, are the angels of the apocalypse. Unbel- my my my. <laughs> see see and people, what you people are taking this and, and just 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 drinking it. Yes. They, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the setting the setting that they were in. If you notice that she said all paths mm-hmm. lead to you know. In other words, the Bible, yeah, in other words, the Bible is one among other books. You know, uh, uh, she didn't want to make, make the book of Revelation the authority. You know, it's whatever you want to call it, you know, a different other books. No, no, it's only one book that's authority, which is the word of God. You, you follow me? Amen. And, Amen. And, and I mean, for them to teach this stuff is just unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just well, I was I just played that to lay out how this stuff is all over the 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 the, the spectrum yes. of entertainment. It's everywhere now. I mean, I used yes. to see it before in the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. but when it when yes. it, when we crossed the millennium into 2000, it just started ramping up like crazy. Oh boy. And you know, yes. I can get all into that, but I'm going to give you um, well, your your platform to speak. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this, brothers. I mean, see, this again is, is proof text that we're living in the last days. Now, when she said that she was of, she was one of those angels, or how many angels? See, what 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 they don't teach is that you know the Bible does talk about seven angels being released, but those angels come out of heaven. Uh, those angels are not men, and the Bible says when those angels come, they're gonna have the uh, the seven last plagues, and and they're gonna pour those plagues into the earth which would be supernatural judgments that were coming to the earth. Uh, this is Revelation chapter, uh, uh, chapter 16. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, chap- well, <clears throat> well, chapter 15, Revelation. Let me, let me just read this first part. This is Revelation chapter 15, verse 1. John says, And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. So in other words, these seven angels of, of, the, of the latter part of the Great Tribulation, uh, these angels are going to have the wrath of God. And what's going to happen, these angels, uh, uh, at God's command, will pour each one, each judgment into the earth. And as that judgment is poured into the earth, a different thing is going to happen. So what's going to happen is this. When the first angel pours his judgment out, that angel is going to, I mean, that judgment is going to fall on everybody that received the mark of the beast. 
uh, the scripture tells us in Revelation chapter 16, verse 2, that those people who worship Antichrist, uh, what's going to happen? These gnawsome, smelly sores will cover their bodies. See, mankind won't be able to stop these judgments. These are going to be the judgments of God poured out on rebels, on people who have rebelled against God. And see, mm. these people won't be able to yep. stop it. They won't be able to stop this. I mean, this is, this is the judgment of God, that God's going to pour his judgment. And, and, and even Antichrist, because in this latter part of the judgment, uh, the angel going to pour his vial upon, upon, uh, upon the Antichrist kingdom. And the Bible says darkness is going to cover the Antichrist kingdom. The Antichrist won't be able to stop the judgment that these angels pour out in the tribulation. So, you know, these movies, because people don't know the scriptures, and, and these movies are out there. I mean, people are so gullible. I mean, they just want something. And, you know, they're just twisting the scriptures, like the Bible says, to their own destruction. And we need programs like this out here to preach truth and let people know you got to get back to the word of God. You got to get Amen. yourself in a church, in a, in a word church that's going to teach the word of God. Got to get a part of some, some good Bible prophecy conferences. You know, not all this, this craziness is out there. Um, but, but again, uh, I think you mentioned about, about the media as far as how Satan, see, uh, scientists, scientists will tell you, you retain 80% of what you see and hear. That's why the media, media is so powerful. And the devil is using that medium to get his message across to confuse the world. But see, that's why we got to be in that same vein uh, uh, in the media. And that's why, again, I, again, I got to, I got to sing your praise. I appreciate your program because you guys are out there on the front lines. You're giving some hard truth to a world that don't have truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank and you. they need the truth. Yeah. They need the truth of the word. Wow. Yes, indeed. I am. And, just, and, uh, I am blown away. <laughs> Um, this, um, I got one more television program to cover, but we don't have a clip. We're just going to talk about it, and then we'll go into okay. another subject. Um, we have 25 okay. minutes left. So now we're in the time where the world, or at least America in the media, openly looks at Lucifer. Yes. We have a television show called Lucifer. Yes. Yes. This yes. is a time when this can be accepted. This evil show. This is the um, belief system of the occultists, mm-hmm. of the illuminists, of the the whatever you want to call them. Name a name. This is their belief that mm-hmm. Satan is yes. the good guy. And so, if you want, right. you can speak on that for a minute. Yeah, uh, I, I do know uh, about the program. Uh, you know, it's uh, they they they've actually made Lucifer. Uh, as a nice guy, okay. The program uh, is called Lucifer. He's a, he's a debonair. Uh, he got a British accent. He's rich, you know. Uh, and and the way the story starts off that he he actually leaves hell. He's he's tired of being in hell, which also is another problem because Satan doesn't have Satan is afraid of hell. Satan don't control no flames in hell. Hell was a judgment created for for the devil by God. Matthew twenty five forty one. Hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. So Satan has nothing to do with hell other than it being a judgment. But what they've done, they have repackaged the devil. And yeah. uh, when, I, when I first heard about this thing, this is on Fox News. I mean, Fox is a Fox program. When I first heard about it, I was blown away. So let me, let me read this for you. I'm going to read this. This comes from, uh, uh, this is a great ministry uh, by the name of uh, uh, Understanding the Times. Uh, it's by Jan Markell, a great, a great ministry, prophecy ministry. 
And she did a she did an article on this called Lucifer Makes Prime Time. Let me read this to you. She said, I guess the Fox Network really is fair and balanced. Uh, they present the good, the bad, and truly and the truly ugly. In this case, the ugly is a program about Lucifer. That's right. Lucifer leaves hell and becomes a resident of Los Angeles. He says, uh, uh, I'm, not make, I'm not making this up. The trailer for the show portrays Lucifer as a handsome British accented um, man, well-to-do, a lady killer, full of charm and wit. The more subtle side of Satanism in Hollywood entertainment uh, uh, is now a thing of the past. Listen at this. Primetime television now will air blatant drama featuring, featuring Lucifer, they portray, uh, but portrayed uh, by, by a character who is just a nice guy. Based, uh, based on the show's trailer, Lucifer, uh, Lucifer's character will be offered up to the masses uh, who watch Fox program uh, uh, as as a likable char- character? Listen at this with morals and ethical convictions. It's the devil. <laughs> See, the Bible says, Scripture says that, that that there is no truth in the devil. You know, whatever Satan says, it's a lie. And now this yeah. this movie is trying to present him in a positive light. She said this. Yeah. She said it's only fitting then that this modern day show would portray Lucifer as a type of a benevolent God, uh, since mm. this was always his goal. It was, it was to take the place of the real God. Now, now, brothers, we are living in the last days when you can have a sitcom about the devil and, it be, and yeah. it's accepted in the marketplace. Again, right. I'm telling you, we, we are yeah. living in the end times. Uh, we, need to, we need to shout uh, from the rooftops, that time is at hand, you know, don't be deceived. You need to accept Christ while there's time because the, the enemy, <clears throat> he's presenting himself, you know. See, th- there was a time when Satan hid himself, but now he's just right out there in, in, in the open, and people are gullible, and they are accepting him, you know, with, uh, with open arms. You, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm telling you, man, these, these programs, uh, I'm, I'm reminded there's another program. They had this um, uh, Black Jesus program. I don't know if you guys saw that on TV, too. Uh, I, I there was saw a the program called Black. It was unbelievable. Uh, Black Jesus smoking marijuana. You know what I mean? I mean, mm. it was unbelievable. Yeah. Yes, Black Jesus. Yeah. Go, go online, do a search. I'm telling you, man, Black oh, Jesus, it was unbelievable. And, and, yeah. and he... Um, <laughs> Listen, Jesus is fair game. He he's under attack. In other words, truth is under attack, and this is yeah. one reason why we must, with a, like a clarion voice, brothers, we got to shout truth to the world that we're in the Amen. last days. And again, Amen. what we're seeing is is no accident. Jesus said it's going to look just like this before I come. It's woe unto them that call evil good and mm, good evil. Yes, so we yes. we we were seeing this now. Where good is yes. being called evil and evil is being yes. called good. It's the, it's being yes. piped into your living room and you're saying, well, you know what? The devil is not like that person. He's an intellectual. We can talk to him. Yes. And, and yes. this is what's going on. Yeah. See, uh, you know, the devil, he's not, he's not going to come on your door and knock on your door and say, I'm the devil, let me in. Because you know you won't let him in like that. But what he's going to do, he's going to repackage himself and he's going to come through your TV, through your computer. 
and he's going to look debonair, British, and, and well-kept, and, and, you know, has the best clothing on. And then when he presented himself like that, many people would let him in. And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, and, and people have to What was the name of that, that website that you gave, uh, gave up the website again? That the article came from? Uh, which one? The, the one about uh, – oh, uh, it's called uh, Understanding the Times – uh, the the uh, the founder of the group is called her name is Jan Markell. Jan Markell. Okay. Let me find it for you. I'll give you the name. But it's called Understanding the Times. It's a great program that your listeners uh, may want to go and listen because uh, uh, they deal with current events uh, too, but they do it from a biblical perspective and they give you good, clear, sound doctrine. I mean, just the word of God. And uh, Jan Markell is the head of that group. Uh, a great ministry, okay. uh, you know, and did that cover article on on that show uh, about Lucifer? Yeah, you know. So again, we are living in, in some amazing times, and we need to allow God to use us like never before to reach a lost world. The one thing people have to re- realize too about um, Satan is that he, he he came to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus said yes. that he is a, was a murderer from mm-hmm. the beginning. The beginning. Right. From the beginning. Right. So he hates right. your guts, people. <laughs> yes. He hates you. And all of his minions do, too. But before we run out of time, I just want to get to two other subjects. And okay. one, there's a, you know, there's a false teaching out there about who the 144,000 are. Um, yes. But my question is, who they, who, who are they? We read it in Scripture. Okay. Um, that yes. they are from the tribes. Um, but my, mm-hmm. my, my my question is, how does the 144,000, uh, how do we know that they are preaching the gospel? I've heard it, but I've, I've been, I don't mm-hmm. know how to correlate it with Scripture. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, let me give you a few things. First of all, the 144,000, they are not the Jehovah's Witnesses, okay? Uh, we've been taught that many years. Your witness taught for many years that they were the 144,000, totally erroneous teaching. Who are the 144,000? Well, based on Scripture, the 144,000, they would be 12,000 of each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, and and these, these, these will be men that, that, that get saved in the tribulation. But the Bible says there will be 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. And you first find this in the book of Revelation chapter 7. Uh, the Bible tells in chapter 7 that God's going to dispatch an angel. That angel would go through the tribulation, uh, and he's going to seal 12,000 of each of the 12 tribes of Israel. But then you go to chapter 14, Revelation, and then it gives us a little more detail about them. Uh, in chapter 14, it literally tells us that the 144,000, they're going to have God's name in their forehead. They're going to be sealed by God in their forehead. So when that angel comes down, that angel is going to seal them with God's name in the forehead. The scripture calls them the servants of God and the Lamb. This this one reason why we know that God's going to use them to evangelize because they would be the service of God to to evangelize the house of Israel. See, uh, let me read this verse here. This mm-hmm. is chapter fourteen, Revelation. Uh, Revelation said, "This is chapter fourteen, verse one." John says, "And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him a hundred and forty-four thousand. Listen at this, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a, a voice from heaven, uh, a voice from heaven." as a voice of many waters and the voice of a great thunder. The Bible says here, and I heard a voice of harpers harping with their harps. Verse 3, and they, the hundred and four thousand, and they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts, 
and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the 144,000. Listen at this, which were redeemed from the earth. See, the 144,000, they're going to be born again men in the tribulation, but they are of the house of Israel. This is one reason why the current gathering of the Jews to Israel is so significant to prophecy. God is regathering the Jews from the four corners of the world in preparation for the time in the tribulation when 144,000 of them get redeemed. They're going to become born again. Verse 4 says, these are they, the 144,000, these are they, listen at this, which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever we go. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits of God and unto the Lamb. Now, what's so significant about these 144,000? The Bible says they're going to be virgin men. The all 104,000, there won't be no women among them. God's going to seal all men. Now, why men? I don't know. God is sovereign. He can do whatever he wants to do. They'll be all men, but God's going to use them as their servants of God. They're going to serve him. But the Bible says that they were redeemed from among men. They're the first fruits unto God and the Lamb. What's significant about that, if you understand anything about Jewish, um, about the Old Testament, uh, uh, and the Bible talks about the first fruits, you know, whenever the Jews would have a great harvest, they always took a portion, a corner portion of their harvest, and they gave it as a first fruit offering to God. So in other words, they gave God a portion of their harvest. And when they gave that harvest to God as a first fruit offering a tithe, then God would bless the rest of the harvest. So during the tribulation, God's going to use these 144,000 men as a first fruit offering to him and the lamb. And then the, the, the prayer that the apostle Paul prayed, he said, my prayer for Israel is that all Israel be saved. It's going to pass because what's going to happen, God's going to use these men to reach their Jewish brothers. They are servants of God. God's going to use them to reach the house of Israel. And, again, this is going to be one of the reasons why Jesus is coming back in the second coming, because he's coming back to deliver uh, the house of Israel from, uh, from the Antichrist. You know, and uh, these 144,000, God's going to use them. And what's amazing about them, listen to this. I love this. None of the judgments can touch the 144,000 because they have the seal of God on them. Okay? So I met a lady one time. I met a lady one time. She told me she was up to 144,000. Uh, I looked into her forehead. I, I didn't see a seal, so I knew, I knew that was wrong. And then I told her, I said, ma'am, I said, you got problems because the scripture says that the 144,000 will be all men. So then, so then I brought it to the scripture. And the lady said, I, I, I see that, but, but, but I don't believe it. And she was a Jehovah's Witness. I was wow. so shocked. Wow. She was a Jehovah's Witness. And when I, I showed her in the scriptures, see, 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 the Bible can stand for itself, wow. you know. And I showed her in scripture, and the lady, she said, I see it, but, but I don't believe it. And I never saw it anymore after that. And, and wow. um, so there's, <laughs> there's a lot of false teaching out there. But let me tell you, brothers, the word of God clears Amen. it up. Yes, it up. indeed, indeed. Yes. So every time, thanks for that. Um, thanks for that um, rundown on one hundred and forty-four thousand. Um, yes, yes. I guess right. I guess since we have eleven minutes left, we let's just start giving some hope to people. Let, let's talk about Amen. the mansion, the mansions that yes. Jesus Christ is um, <laughs> preparing for those that love Him. Yes. Amen. 
uh, the book of the Gospel of John, chapter 14, Jesus made a powerful, a powerful statement here, and I'm going to read it here. He says, uh, chapter 14, verse 1 of, of the Gospel of John, Jesus says, he says, let, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He said, for in my, in my Father's house, verse 2, in my Father's house are many mansions or many dwelling places. Jesus said, if I go, if I, if, uh, he said, if I, if I, if it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. He says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So Jesus prophesied that there's coming a day where we're going to be in those mansions or those dwelling places. Now, there's a lot of prophecy that has to take place leading up to that, and you really find this happening in Revelation chapter uh, 21 and Revelation chapter 22. Uh, chapter 21, 22 gives us what's called the eternal state. Uh, and what's going to happen, uh, that's going to be upon the new earth. God's going to renovate this current world uh, with fire, and, and all the contaminants will be destroyed. And then John said, uh, Peter said, we look for new earth and a new heavens wherein dwells a righteousness. And what's going to happen, the scripture says in Revelation chapter 21, 22, that the new Jerusalem is going to come out of heaven upon the new earth. In the new Jerusalem is where those dwelling places or those mansions would be. And then uh, in such detail, John receives uh, uh, this, this prophecy from Jesus about the new Jerusalem. And he goes in depth to talk about this, this city is going to be so beautiful. Uh, it's going to have 12 gates of pearl, uh, streets of gold. The city is going, going to rest upon uh, 12 different foundations of all different types of precious stone. Uh, what I love about it, too, the Bible says the throne of God will reside in the center of the city. Not only that, but, but, but the Bible says that, that Jesus uh, will be there. And it says that the, uh, that the tree of life is going to be in the New Jerusalem. And the tree of life, the scripture says, it's going to bear 12 manner fruits, and it's going to yield a different fruit every month. So in the New Jerusalem, where the, where the, you know, you know, where the mansions are going to be, the tree of life is going to be there. And the Bible says men will be able to eat of the tree of life. It's going to bear a different fruit every month, and we will be able to partake of it. But this is going to be in the eternal state. You know, uh, I have a number of DVDs on our website. I have one entitled The Eternal State. I have one entitled Heaven, where I go in depth to, to really talk about what eternity is going to look like. You know, our eternity is going to, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be a peaceful eternity without sickness, without sorrow. Uh, Jesus said Amen. that God's going to wipe, wipe all tears from my eyes, so there will be no more death, no more sorrow in the new world. And uh, this is the future that Jesus, Jesus paid for. That's a win-win. Oh, yes, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. You can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose. We can't lose. Yeah. We can't lose. Yeah. You know, what I like to do, brothers, I, I like to make the world jealous of our eternity. Now, listen, I'm not so <laughs> heavily minded that I'm no earthly good, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm heavily minded that I am earthly good, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn a world uh, of coming judgment, but I'm going to present, you know, Christ. And, and you know, uh, you've got many listeners that are listening. You know, the Bible says this. The Scripture says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. You know, all you got to do is call upon Jesus. You know, ask him, Lord, Lord, save me. And Jesus will save you right where you are. Uh, Jesus went to Calvary's cross to give you eternal life. He took your sins at Calvary, and he gave you his righteousness. All you got to do 
is believe on him, accept him as your savior. Believe on his death, burial, and resurrection, and you will have eternal life. It's that simple. See, God knew Amen. that we couldn't. God knew we couldn't keep keep uh, uh, keep the rules. So therefore, Jesus died for us. And I'm telling you, I mean, this plan of salvation is so easy. All we have to do is accept it. You know. So I want to give that challenge to your listeners. If you are seeking God right now, just simply receive Him as your Savior. Accept Jesus as your Savior. And he will give you eternal life right now. You know, it's not in things. It's not in women. It's not in money. It's not in drugs or sex. It's in Jesus. The peace that you're longing for, it's in Jesus Christ. And, and I'm, I, I'm telling you, when I received Christ, my life changed. And I'm Amen. so glad. I'm so Amen. grateful that I surrendered my life to him, you know. So I want to thank you guys Amen. for allowing me to be a part of your program. And uh, it's been a wonderful time for me. Yes, same here. Oh, same here. Same here. Same here. We, we got we we to continue the conversation. You got to come back. <laughs> oh, amen. I, be, I would be honored. It's been a blessing. Yeah. I would be honored. But before to come you back. go, honored to come back. Yes. Yeah, but before you go, um, tell everyone how to reach you and um, okay. tell them about the DVDs you sell. Yes, yes. Well, you can reach us uh, on our website, which is www dot according the number two prophecy dot org it's according the number two prophecy dot org and if you can't remember that just go to google and and look up evangelist donald perkins and one of my web pages will come up uh, we have a facebook presence we have a twitter account we have uh uh we're actually on the new network it's called truly truly uh family entertainment network you can go to truly which is uh, uh t-r-u-l-i dot com you can go there and click on channels, and you'll see our channel there as well as a YouTube channel. And then uh, we're going to also have a, a, a weekly program coming in the future on hischannel.com. So you can reach wow. us. There are a number of ways of reaching us, but go to Google uh, and put in Evangelist Donald Perkins, and you'll pull up our website. Okay. We have a bookstore right. there, so, a lot of material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, again, everybody listening, our guests, has been Donald Perkins, and we're yeah. so uh, glad to have this conversation and to share the Word of God. And anyone out there, just just you know, um, if you aren't saved, today's the day. And if you are yes. saved and aren't following the Word of God, please t- open your Bibles and start reading. Amen. It has blessed Amen. me over the last two months just reading it more, and I'm sure it has blessed Rory too. Amen. We're getting into more Amen. reading. You know, and we just Amen. we just here to serve God and, and and give you the information that you need to equip yourself and your families to go through these last Amen. days and to serve Christ. So that is our show for tonight. Thank you well, so much for tuning in. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Good night. Good night. Good night.